Hello and welcome to That's Just What I Heard. I'm Brianna Collins. And I am Drew Carpenter. And we are here for another illustrious episode. I am just excited just to jump in. I don't think we even need to intro this week. We just seem to hop right into all of the latest. Yeah, we missed a week, so we want to just dive in yeah. and just catch up on what is going on. And obviously, talk of the town right now is good old season three of Selling Sunset. If you're not watching Selling Sunset, you're behind. I really don't feel bad for you because you've had plenty of time. And if you have not watched it, this is now your call to start watching the show. I want to talk about all of it. I want to just debrief the entire mm-hmm. season top, to, top bottom. to bottom. So we pick up season three. Um, the girls are finally getting along. Amanda has joined the brokerage and they are just off and running selling these multi-million dollar houses and it seems like everyone's getting along pretty well i want to say a few things one i think selling sunset is a good gateway drug for people who have not been into reality tv Mm -hmm. to the depths that we are so Mm -hmm. i just want to say welcome we're happy to have you in our welcome garbage can it's nice here grab a cocktail it's very steamy very hot and number two what i want to say is i love that the seasons pick up so soon after the past season, that's not something we usually get a lot of. And I love that they kind of picked right back up where they left off. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Heather dating. I never... Tarek El I know. I wasn't a fan. I didn't know who he was before this. He's so. big time in HGTV, which I feel like yeah. our audience would... There's some HGTVers out there. So mm-hmm. you definitely know who he is. And if you just Google his name and see about his messy divorce, you will see his ex-wife and Heather are... Clones. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see that. They're clones. But she moved on already, right? Like, they divorced and they both moved on. They divorced and very quickly she got married and had a baby. So she moved on very quickly. But yeah, so Heather is dating Tarek. Seriously. Very seriously. Christine is still engaged, which is... To Christian. To Christian. Yeah. Christian and Christine. And then we have Chriselle, who is still, quote, happily married at this point to Justin. Very happily married. Very blissfully married. And then we have Mary, who's, quote, happily married to Romaine at this point. Which still makes no sense to me. I don't understand It kind of works, though. I don't agree. For now. It's just a Hollywood marriage. She wants someone who's cute, and he just wants a green card. Time will tell. And then we have have, um, Amanda, who I feel... I'm so obsessed with Amanda. Really? I love her. I don't know I, how you know, I feel. I think, you know why I think I like her? I think because in real life, I'd want to just like be her friend and help her. Maybe that's But she's what it also is. like so beautiful and cool that I'd be like, ooh, you can be cool and I'll solve all your problems. I feel like she doesn't fit in with the group, but she's a good like But she's actually of everyone else. old school friends with half the cast which is wild i love it i think she adds i think she's a great person i just don't think she's like ditzy enough for the show she's not and i feel like she's been really going through it and done actually a good job of hiding and protecting her kids who are adorable sometimes her hair looks like she's wearing a wig have you noticed that like her hair looks so perfect that it almost looks fake I think sometimes she has a wig on, but I don't mind. I don't either. I think she looks beautiful. She's so she's naturally stunning. stunning. She's stunning. She's working all, her really hard. I hate people that are late, so that stresses me out, but... She's going through a lot. She's so likable, and she's going through it. Yeah. So, Amanda, love her. And then we have Davina with her $75 million house that's still sitting out there. Which, I think it... We don't even have to say it, but we will say it. Davina is the worst character. Yeah, she's the worst. No one likes her. She is the villain, even though she doesn't want to be. And she makes me cringe whenever she talks on screen. I, like, cannot stand it. She, my favorite part of the season, the best way to describe Davina was when they had that weird palm reader. And she was like, you're kind of weird. And I was like, what? I've never heard a psychic or a palm reader or anyone just call someone kind of weird. If that's but it was the, so perfect. That's the best thing that an astrologer can say is like, you're just weird. weird. Yeah. I feel like it, it summarized her very well. Um, she, but I will say, yeah, I she's a hot mess. And disguised as like a really put together 
kind of cold-hearted person. I can't figure her out. She's I can't figure her out. And yeah. then we have who else do we have? Well, the twins. Oh, um, who's the one who is pregnant and living oh, in Miami? Oh, my favorite, Maya. Maya. Maya and her beautiful Israeli accent. I die for Maya. Maya. And she's just beautiful. Too cool for school. Very cool for school. I felt like she was like weirdly kind of more aligned with the. There was kind of like a divide this season, mm-hmm. where she was like kind of more aligned with like the. Christine, Heather, mm-hmm. Davina at times crew, which it was really weird that Heather and Christine were friends so much so this season because they had a big rivalry before. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think because honestly in real life, Mary, Chriselle, and Amanda really hang out and talk a lot. They actually do. And if you checked your Instagram this week, they were all over E! News that yeah. it was those three plus Heather. Yeah. Well, she wants to get it on a picture. And they were teasing us, saying that they were celebrating news they couldn't tell us about, which we're all speculating, and they have us all abuzz, which I hope it just means season four is I think it has back. to be. It has to be. It's the biggest show since The Hills, which is literally perfect because the creator and producer of the show is Adam De- DeVello? De- Devine? Devine? DeVello? No, that's an actor. No. It, anyways, he is The Hills guy, yeah. and so he knows exactly what... We wanted when we were 16, and now he knows what we want when we're 30. Like, he just knows how to make TV that relates I to us. I think it's just, so, it's reality TV for the masses, though. Like, it's great. It's, it's, it's perfect. Glossy, it's well-produced, it's a really, it, you're watching it, and it doesn't give you the same thing you get from Bravo. No. But it gives you something that we haven't been getting for a while, actually. I can't put my finger on it, but I know that I love it, and I cannot put it down. It's, I don't even care People, honestly, here's how I feel. People that go so intense into like, well, this this was staged or this is fake or this timeline's off. I'm not watching this for a documentary no. on people's lives. I just want to be entertained and feel like the stakes are a little higher than when I'm watching something fiction. Correct. That's why I watch this show. And it's perfect for that. Exactly. And the cast is literally made for it. Um, the season just, it flows really well. Yeah, it f- yeah. flies by. It's very hard to not watch short. it in one day. Yeah. Um, it's short enough, but also it just leaves you craving more. The season covered a lot of topics. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the girls are all selling houses. Brett and Jason are just being like the sugar daddy to the girls and just like providing just lavish lifestyles for them. Um, a lot of the season focuses on, uh, Christine preparing for her wedding, which seemed like she planned it in two days. Like, it seemed like she yeah. threw it together, but obviously it did not happen that way. But the wedding turned out to be beautiful. I like them together. I think it's I'm great. a fan. I think I it's honestly great. think they will work. Like, I could see them being that couple that, like, is weirdly together for a super long 1, time. 1,000%. I like them together. I, I just like do. her. I really like her. I know I'm not supposed to, but like I really her. do. I don't like her. Oh, I do. I think I like her mainly for her fashion, but I just like her I a like lot. watching her on TV. She's just pleasing to look at. Like, she just is, like, aesthetically on my screen pleasing to look at. I mean, I get that, but I feel like that about Chriselle. I also agree. Which is why you're like, oh, this girl was made for the soaps. Like, yeah. Which I think we've talked about that before. But she's stunning. She is... And it's, it's the psychology of how... People that are that beautiful, you just root for them when you shouldn't. Correct. Because or you're, you're like, waiting for something to hate about them and you can never find it. Yeah, it just is. It's her looks way heavy on the scene. Mm-hmm. I there's something endearing about her. There's also some grit about her. I don't know if you follow her on social media. I just but followed she, her this week, which is big. Okay, funny. so I'd followed her for a while, and she really sadly. Lost her mother recently to cancer. I saw that. And she was with her mother, and she was in Tennessee, which I live in Nashville, and they were all around the area, like, having kind of a nice family trip, and I think she was just spending a lot of time with her mom while she could, and I, I feel like sick? her- Yeah, she had been sick for a while. Ugh. And I think her relationship with her sister is so genuine, and I think she's just been through some serious shit, and- she covers, tries to cover it all up and look she beautiful. Does. And I, 
I don't think that she's the kind of person that's trying to like overcompensate for insecurities in the way that Christine sometimes is. 1000%. I think she's like been through a lot and just wants to feel like her life is grounded. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the big focus of this season, which, which just, happened pretty far in. I thought it was going to happen at the beginning. It happened like the. Excuse my snapping. <laughs> <laughs> it happened like 75%, yeah. 75% of the way into the season. So obviously, we all know Chriselle. And Justin Hartley, who we hate, are now divorced. Yeah. And he, we find out on the show, which I 100% believe, is that he just up and divorced her kind of out of nowhere. And she didn't really see it coming. And she found out over text. And then 45 minutes later, I think he told TMZ or his It was agents, filed. Whatever. Um, and it, the world found out immediately after she did. And it just was a total blow. And... Hearts just broke across the world, and we all collectively hate Justin Justin Hartley, except for Davina, who was over oh, here trying to talk about, like, well, we'll get maybe there there's two sides. We'll, we'll there it just was, I mean, let's discuss it now. Like, Davina was out of pocket for trying well, to I, divide the group who were trying to just rally behind their girl. I, well, I want to say a few things. One, though, is that I never watched This Is Us, so I had no skin in the game for Justin anyway. Same, same. Same, same. Um, also, I do see a world in which who knows what was going on behind closed doors. Uh-huh. But no matter what happened, no matter if she did something horrible or not, it's a marriage and a divorce, which is there. That's so private and something no one can understand. And the way Davina... Oh, yeah. Apple Watch. Was Sorry, getting, my Apple Watch. Your Apple Watch had a pink yawn. Sorry, very feisty. Um, the way Davina brought up that comment, her eye. Did you notice her eyes watered? Yeah. It was like she, she knew she had gone too far, but she like doubled down on it when she was like, um, "Amanda, don't you think?" But that's the kind of person. No, I know. She is. It's awful. Even when she knows that she's probably in the she's wrong side of history, she's gonna do whatever she can just to like stand her ground dig her heels in the mud and she doesn't really care how it looks and she feels emboldened that she's the different one or she's like bringing a new perspective to the group which is just so wrong and she even on season one was like up Chrishell's butt about something that was like between her and Christine like she just is a pot star in the worst way like her voice sounds like she has an egg stuck in her throat like I just everything about her didn't you don't you think I just I don't know why she's still around she just is like she has a great like villain name to a Devine like she just brings a lot of villain energy to the show she does. I felt genuinely so bad for Chriselle because I think she just did not see it coming I really don't think and like was I think it actually was the night of her it was charity the, event was, was the it? night before yeah. that she actually found out about it and she was like oh he'll sign stuff I feel like he's not been in the picture enough with her I mean I know you can always say that you know Give people respect for not joining the reality TV. But then you have people like Randall Emmett, who uh-huh. eventually says, this is my wife, going to be wife, ride or die. Or remain. I'm going to show up. And he, I don't know. It's sad because they were together for a long time before they got married. And it wasn't like this was a quick relationship, even though it was quick into their marriage. Six years is a long time to be with someone. Yeah, it was. So I just, I think... Obviously, she came out looking like the she looked like roses. The queen. She did a she did everything right. Yeah. She even I think I read an interview that Adam Develo did, and he said that during that it was a shock during production, and they didn't know what they were like. What do we do? Like, do we stop production? And so he paused production for I'm not sure it was a day or so, and he had a discussion with Rochelle. Like, we can pull you out. We can change the narrative of the show. I didn't know. Like, it is your call what you want us to do from here on out. and Give it a day. Think about it. Figure it out and let us know. And Rochelle was like, I signed up. This is my job. I can't. Not, She's like, I orchestrated this whole thing. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. But, I mean, I think she just understands it's part of of the being on reality TV. And he said they were trying to be very respectful, and she let them in more than even he was, like, prepared for. And he was very gracious that she even allowed them to be a part of that very personal time in her life and that she was a trooper. And he even said, he made a note to say that she did not come to the wedding because of production. I think they encouraged her to stay home, to not come, and she just, like, ponied up and was like, I'm going to be there for my girl. Yeah, and, I like, think it, it was just like a, she was just being genuinely, like, 
there for the group and for the show. I think so too because I think she is one of those people that always shows up. She always, no matter no matter what, what she's going through, she's yep. gonna put it, pull it together and show she's up. She's a professional, and I also think that she. I mean, Christine had sent her a few messages, and I think she was like, "I'm not gonna miss this wedding. Like a lot of this stuff is petty." I, again, I'm just gonna be there for the for Christine ish for the show for the girls. Mm-hmm. And now I want to hear what your take is on the wedding. The wedding was stunning. It was wild, though. It was. But it was exactly Christine. It was exactly what she would have. Like, if I was to close my eyes and think of what her wedding would be like, it would be that to a T. Yeah. I thought it was stunning. I would never in a million years wear a black dress, but she somehow pulled it, it off. It was kind of cool, actually. Didn't she say, I was trying to remember if I saw her on social media say something about, I don't know, like talking a little bit of trash about the wedding focus being on what was going on which I was like girl the wedding drama is why we care about your wedding correct um I also thought it was really wild that was it Davina that Davina essentially brought up the whole divorce to Chriselle and kind of put her on the spot and was grilling her this is her first like public outing after the divorce and there's like I think Davina was leading the charge. I'm 99 Well, positive. I think actually, though, to be fair, what happened is the reason it all came up was because Heather was doing her little fake photo shoot with her man mm-hmm. and, like, People Magazine or whoever it was, US Week, whoever it was, asked her, snuck yes. in a question about Chriselle. Yes. She felt thrown off and answered, and then it made it the headlines. Which, again, which I, I think Heather did a fine job. I don't think yes, they were wrong. Yes, I think that Mary actually might have brought up that article. And then Davina being, Mary was being protective of Chriselle and I think she just couldn't help herself. She was like having kind of an emotional moment. And then Chriselle handled it really well and was like, Heather, I get it. It's fine. And then I think Davina took the bone and ran into the wind. It was just classless and I didn't appreciate it. And I understand like they needed a closing bite for the season. But it just seemed really tacky, and I'm a reality TV fanatic, but why do I feel so protective of Chriselle? I'm just like, leave her alone. Like, she's here. Let her be here. It was just a very, very dramatic way to end the season, which is perfect. I mean, they couldn't have planned it That's my thing, is that they do such a good job of, like, everything's so quick in that you're ready right away for the next season. They, Mm -hmm. They don't have the Real Housewives little... Uh, text oh, yeah. at the end of the season about where everyone's at and then do a three-part reunion, you're waiting on the edge of your seat for what's going to happen yeah. next. So I think we have a new season coming. Knowing these crazies, we'll be getting... It'll they'll be, be filming during, now. I think they'll be filming during quarantine. I think they probably just started filming right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying I don't think it's going to be as long I hope not. I as think we think. they're going to try and ride this wave. I think they're going to make a lot of money. I also have read in Selling Sunset News, that Jason and Brett have split up the brokerage. I can't remember which one it is, but one of them have left and started their own competing brokerage. And I think the angle for next season is going to be who goes to which brokerage, what girls are going to stay with Twin A, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the difference between them, and who will go to the other one. Is that one. real? It's very real. It just happened like... In the past week or so. But I've never even seen them. It doesn't even seem like they fight. Not that they fight. I think they just wanted to like. Do it their own thing. Create their own business and be their own person. Well, we know Mary is going to. Is it Jason that she had dated? Twin A. I don't know. Well, Mary and Twin A are for sure going to end up together. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. They'll let us know. They There will be at least one point in the rest of their life, they will have one night together at least. I hope Selling Sunset is the new Real Housewives of New York. I want this show to be on for the next 13 seasons. Like, I need at I least 13 I don't think any of them have anything else to do. And they're making banks. So and I think we're happy. fine. I just, am, I just love it. I could talk about this for ages. We have to wrap it up at some point. But this is just a great show. I mean, even tempted to rewatch from top to bottom because it's just because it's I like so looking at the houses. I that's like something too. It baits you on the houses, and then you're just kind of pulled into the glossy glamour. And I think again, I'm really happy it's bringing in more people to the reality TV world because I think there's a lot of people that have not watched 
The Housewives. And the it also, Everything else. And they're in it. It begs the question, is Netflix going to be our new Bravo? Are they going to have classy, high-end, fancy, fancy reality TV for us that we can stream and binge? Like, this is a dream. This is it's a millennial's new. dream. Yeah, it's new. It's, it's, it's you're a right. whole new genre, and I'm excited to see where it goes. So I just highly recommend that we all just dive into it head first and let us know what you think about the entire series. Agree. And so that was our little, since they release it, full season, shout out. We wanted to kind of just cover it all. So if you have any other thoughts, let us know. As you get more tea, Drew, too, I know you're in a few groups that are connected to Selling Sunset people. Bring it up next week. The next yeah, week. I have Keep some me tea that I, on I have some tea that I didn't want to spill at once. You know, we have to leave some for next week. Okay. But if you are interested in some some very interesting tidbits about the show, please tune in next week because it's going to be juicy. I promise. And as always, posting it on our Instagram. As That's always, just what I heard. please. So obviously, the other big drama is back to Rome for Real Houses at Beverly Hills. And I thought it was a great episode so last great. week. I know we're a little delayed, but last week's episode was amazing. I think actually we haven't talked in, I guess, it's yeah, been we're two just, weeks. We're like one episode behind though at this point. Mm-hmm. We'll be two maybe when this comes out. But um, of course, we're still in Rome. I think we're wrapping that up. And the last episode picks up at the next dinner where Denise comes locked and loaded mm-hmm. saying, well, Brandy said she slept with half the people here. And they were like, okay, expand on that. And everyone kind of picks up that the only person it could really be that she's claiming she slept with would be Lisa Rinna. Lisa or, Rinna gets... Or Kyle, but technically Rinna, but it could be either of the two. Right. It's implied by even production. Correct. I feel like that it was Rinna. Correct. And then Rinna gets pissed and they kind of start all fighting again. Teddy jumps in and calls out her inconsistencies, which Denise really screwed herself with that. She did. She screwed herself saying inconsistent stories about when she talked to Brandy. If you are going to cover up a story, or even if you're trying to tell the, quote, truth on a story, you have to be consistent in what you say. 100%. You mess up one thing, the whole thing is done. And she already has a shaky ground and no one really believes her. So if you're saying you're coming to dinner and you're like really ready to read everyone, come with the receipts, come ready to fight, come ready to like defend what you're coming to say. And she was like, I'm going to say this. I'm going to drop all this information, but I'm not going to say anything more. No details. I'm not going to really defend it. And everyone's like, what are you even doing? Like, don't do it. And she learned quickly that she... Should not have done that that dinner that night. I just, yeah, she wasn't prepared because I still don't believe her story. Yeah. So that happens. They all go their separate ways, stressed out. The next day, there's like a myriad of random plans that everyone does. I think Teddy and Erica go to the spa. Um, and then my favorite cheerful part of the episode was Dorit and Kyle having those iPhone footage you know, yeah. from the night before getting wasted together. Uh-huh. Hilarious. Uh-huh. Like, just fun and playful and, like, yeah, I would want to hang out with those people They're that great state. to watch together. Yeah, and then... But they... also what happened the next morning was Lisa Renna and Denise yeah, had that's this the big, big heart-to-heart because at the dinner night before, Renna was calling out Denise for just being very consistent and not understanding her motives. So they are old, longtime friends, and they had a heart-to-heart in the lobby, which seemed a level of genuine. Okay, can we talk about that? Because I was honestly jarred at the way Lisa Rinna was coming off. 100%. She did not seem like herself. No. I feel like Denise and Lisa maybe have had some weird shit go down. I feel like Denise is maybe more ride or die I think Denise is lying about Brandy, but I think she's a more loyal friend. Oh, usually. I agree. I think this show has just flapped her. I don't think she understands how to like yeah. handle herself. I think this is really thrown for a loop, which we, we're seeing her kind of spiral. But Why they, was Lisa Rinna acting so weird? I don't understand. I, it doesn't make sense to me. Was she acting? I think she just feels like she has to like ham Perform? it up. I think she doesn't have... A main storyline, and a lot of time when these housewives don't have a main storyline, they're very chirpy, they're very active in certain things they're not involved in, just to kind of, like, get sound bites. And I feel like that's what it was. It didn't seem like it was actually her 
It was Carrie. weirdly emotional, though. And I felt like Denise was being more genuine. Yeah. But I'm like, are they both just kind of bad actors and Denise is a better actor? But I think Lisa was, I kind of agree. I feel like she was acting in that certain point. I'm like, is she just like hamming it up for the camera? She's like, I just was really, weird. I really need to go to church. This would be really well, great. Well, that part me. was like all BS, but I meant... Like, I feel like At earlier when she was kind of crying. No, when they were both kind of crying. Yeah. I feel like Denise was being really genuine. I don't know. I will say this. Denise is on the way out of, like, me caring. Like, I'm very low on the, like, I don't really care to see her. Like, I just, I feel like she doesn't know what she's doing on this show. I, feel I like, like watching it. Ugh, I I'm like watching it. it. I'm over it. Her and Teddy need to go sit down and just, like, be No, Teddy moms. needs to just leave. Just go be moms, go live your family life, which is beautiful. Just like you're not suited for the messy up and down roller coaster of the housewives. I do think that the other women have the skin for it in yeah. the ways that, that they don't. Um, I did want to touch on too, do you have any opinions about the backlash Garcelle faced about her comments to Lisa? I thought it was it's weird hard. she brought it up and then the way she brought it up, I mean, I kind of and this is me being like very generous. I kind of understand where she's coming from, but even still, I don't think that was the time or the place to discuss it. And it just seemed like she was reaching, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think you just don't talk about people's kids. I agree. But, but I also think yeah. that there's a lot of weirdness around. I think a couple of the women can pick up that there's just shadiness around Lisa yeah. Rinna in a way that, Garcelle doesn't have shadiness around her. Even sometimes I feel like Erica Jane is pretty honest about her life this season. 100%. I think that that is what raises the flags. I get it. I get it. But I I also think, I just don't think you talk about kids. I agree. And then this week, her daughter actually posted dancing in her underwear videos saying, like, I'm not affected. Why would it affect me? And just kind of retaliating and just saying, like, a big F you to the whole entire topic which good for them i feel like we've moved on from it i hope it might get drug out but i doubt it i think we're done with it i continue to love dorit she's great like (laughs) i cannot believe i'm in a place where i love her so much i I used to hate her but she i think she just found her groove i think it just took a while for her to warm up opposite of like a denise she's born for reality born for it made for it forever this is made for she's home and I can't. And okay. she's in home in Rome. Truly. So this, I think, is there anything else about this episode? No, they really just are wrapping it up, and they're yeah. just really getting back oh, to going back home. They had that dinner where the last dinner, the, the, pizza, last the dinner, pizza party dinner, that they like Garcelle kind of pulled a weird move and left, and then Denise followed her again. I think Denise is a very good friend when she's not hooking up with you and then lying about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel. <laughs> but anyway, I think. So she left, and she was going to leave yes. on her own. And that producer, Chris, who I think I had read something about. I mean, I think that she's, like, threatened her weight a little bit around which with production, which is fine, wild. do it. I think it's fine. Do what you got to do. But I think that was interesting. I always love when they break the fourth wall. Love it. So I love when he was like, Denise. And actually, it was really funny because I feel like half the time when producers – are telling them something. It's mm-hmm. like, girl, don't do it. Uh-huh. And it's just like falling into a trap. Uh-huh. But he was 100% right. I agree. And it wrapped up the night really well, actually. I think he was just trying to make his editor's job easier. He's like, please, just for us, we need to just wrap this up so we can all go home and go to the next storyline. I think he was just trying to save everyone's behind, his team and the girls. So I think it's a good wrap up of a trip. I love it when the women go on trips. That's when they're at their best. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when we get back, it alluded to some more Brandy drama. And I think it's going to be great. I think we are just gearing up to just more and more juice. And I I love it. I love it, too. It's a step up from Apple, loosey-goosey, apple-juicy, I'll tell that you was, that. That was painful. So, we should I'm, just delete that whole season from our memory. That was just like, we don't even need to discuss it ever agree. again. Like, it was bad. Agree. So, excited to see what comes next. Mm-hmm. And also, while we were a little bit off the grid, we had Potomac come back, like we were so excited about. Um, and I, like we predicted, it's just a gym. And I, I think finally, for the first time in a long time, it's getting the hype it deserves. I think people are finally becoming behind it. They have realized what a hidden gym it is. And it's just great. And the first couple episodes really have led us, from, like reminded us that we just, it should be on all the time. Yeah, I'm 
so excited to see our girls. I miss them. Um, quick recap of where everyone is at. Yep. We have Juan, my number one draft pick for Hottest House Husband. Oof. He's, ready to lock it back down. I can watch him just smile Full at laundry. the camera. Fold laundry, Juan, and I will watch you for an Full hour. Fold laundry and play with the boys. Oh my god. Get the throw the basketball around, coach a little bit, That's blow the it. whistle. I'm I'm done. I'm he's sold. perfect and he's ready yes. to lock Robin down, which we all know she's engaged, but it's cute to see the ramp up of that. Um, Giselle is That's wild. also back with Jamal Bryant, her ex-husband, that they've been divorced for 12 years, and they're now rekindling their love. And the weird part about it is I think Giselle thinks it's good to bring her family back together. And the ironic part is their daughters are not really here for it. Like, it's... It's very uncomfortable. And I watched her on Watch What Happens Live, and I think she said it's still not going well. Yeah, and I think they really do have love for each other. But think about it. The girls have never seen their parents together. Like, since yeah. the oldest was, I think, like, three, and the youngest yeah. were, like, barely two, they've never seen their parents together. So it's a, it's a, you, it's a mind trip, and you have to understand. Like, it's a lot for... They're still children for them to digest. I think they're also being babies, though. But I agree. Yeah, I don't know. It seems it seems really weird. Do you think it's forced or you think it's genuine? I kind of get both vibes. I'm gonna tell you. I agree. I think I think it's another throw it out there and say time will tell. We'll see. I think it's only gonna be. We're only gonna see it play it in real time. Yeah, I don't think we can. It's it's hard to get a pulse on it. Um, Karen, Karen is just Karen. Um, Ray. Ray. I feel sad about that because if Karen is saying something is going badly, it's 20 times worse behind she will, the camera. But she'd rather die than give yeah. anyone something to feed off of. Mm-hmm. And when she even talked about when they got married, like, I think she was in her late 20s or early 30s. Yeah. And he was in his 50s. She's like, when you're younger, the age difference not a big deal. Like, you can work through it. It's cute. It's fun. But when you are, you know, 50, approaching 60, and your partner's almost in his 80s, like, things are just so different. I can't imagine what it must be like for her and having just such different life phases than her partner. And him not even seeming like he's trying. But I feel like they've been that way for a long time. I think it's just reached almost a tipping point. Um, I don't know. The quarantine will probably make or break them. She acted like on Watch What Happens Live last night, they were doing better than ever, but... Which I actually do think some couples like that, quarantine is good for. It also could be really bad for other couples. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can see it being... Completely break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Ashley has had oof. literally Michael Jr. That baby looks identical to her husband. Um, which I'm happy for her. I know she really wanted a child, and that's something that she's desired. I still... I just will never get over Michael Darby being Michael Darby. Like, he is just I know. scum of the earth. I he has know. put her and her family through just uncalled for stuff. It's crazy that we're going to have a big arc this season with all that, too. We haven't even gotten into Like, it hasn't even been teased yet. This is, like, the, in the third or fourth episodes. season in yeah. a row that yeah. he has been in the middle of, like, Things that would break any other marriage. Like, it's wild that they are still together. Because Ashley has also been through it. And she, I don't, I think they'll end up divorced in the next five And I hate to say it, but I feel like she would be happier. I do too. And find a love that fits her. And I honestly think I'm happy she, for her, she needed that baby, I guess. 100%. She's doing a beautiful job. I think she's a great mother. Yeah. And. They'll be great co-parents. I think so too. They will probably always have a friendship. 100%. And I, I think, think she'll find some amazing new man and be happier. And I think he'll find another amazing man and be happier, yeah, too. I agree. That's, and I think that's great for them both. They'll just admit it and move on. I agree. Um, Monique? I, I was telling Drew this yesterday. She is the definition of snatched. <laughs> it's not even fair It's for unreal. Else. She's had three kids? Yeah. In a very short amount of time, and her body has zipped back into shape as if you would never know she had a child. Her face, her skin, her hair, her, her outfits. Clothes, her She is so impeccably dressed, beautiful. Like, it's so... I love watching her. I just want to watch her on TV. Yeah, she's We perfect. know she's a little crazy. One, but you, if you are that beautiful and that sunny, like, there to be has crazy. to be yeah. something. Like, yeah. 
God does not give it all to one person. No. He he is a just man, and he knows that like she had to have some sort of flaw or some sort of quirk. If you're just looking to make like her that, relatable, you're gonna have your bird on a leash and Name fighting a, girls. Like it just has to, or making your bird poop and pee on a paper towel, as well as on your kids when they are two and three months old. Like it's just different things, different I, things that make her just like very special. I know, and I think for that reason, I think her and Chris. That's her husband's name, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think they will be together for the long run. I think I they're agree. going the distance. I, I think, I think she... If they got divorced, I would be shook. I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm saying if it did, like, it could. could you imagine? Like, no, it'd be, be shocking. shocking. I mean, crazier things have happened. 100%. But I think not they are very ride or die for each other. And yeah. I think they each like the dynamic of the other one brings. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I was a little shaken up when I saw on social media she lost to Chala for a while. I know. But also... I was upset. I mean, it's a bird. So he came home. Birds uh, usually Spoiler come home. alert. He came home. She also had a, an Instagram live to... Oh, goodness. Dispel some of the rumors that messy Sharice has been apparently spreading, spreading for the past two years. Yeah, that was wild. So if you've watched the first few episodes, there's kind of these mumblings of this Sharice and Monique rivalry, which really starts to just chip away at the yeah. already huge crack between... Monique and Candace and we will get to Candace. It's very unclear kind of where this is coming from. Monique won't address it. Candace plays dumb per usual. And so last week Monique put up an Instagram live saying I'm going to talk about everything. And she did the most classic housewives move where she mm-hmm. screenshotted and printed on 8 by 11 and a half mm-hmm. paper screenshots from a, a text exchange from Instagram, whatever you can do in receipt form, but blow it up and put it on actual paper and like show Staple it. it up, bring it to the it's camera. It's one of my favorite moves. I think it's mm-hmm. just, it's just great. So they did that. It was interesting. And Chris sat next to her. Supporting her. And it was kind of wild. Mm-hmm. She said, I feel bad repeating this, but uh, you can go look, watch her video if you want. But essentially what she was saying is that a lot of the rumors were actually around her miscarriage which is super super sad yeah and that there was like some gossip and some dinner conversations from the other women about hyping up the story questioning what really happened with her um and then also just kind of of course conversations saying that people were out to get her um questioning her marriage but she from what i watched did not bring up the trainer she did oh i missed it i didn't go all the way just kind of threw it to the side and just said it's not true. It's That just isn't a thing. And she didn't really give much life to it, which is good for her. She stands by it. And if you don't talk about it, don't talk about it. But the real issue, the real mm-hmm. central point of Potomac, which is becoming like a little scary at this point, is Candace is just a scary, evil, evil person that I really, I am nervous to watch the season unfold. Because if she is starting out at the level she's starting out, it's going to get dangerous towards the middle of this and end of season. She has such a darkness inside of her mm-hmm. that freaks me out to watch. And we're going to talk a little bit about New York, which mm-hmm. Drew has, because she loves me so much, has been watching a little of here or there. A little. Dorinda has a little bit of those tendencies where she yeah. gets a little dark. But Dorinda really can be brought down to earth. And mm-hmm. she can go, oh my. And that's why Dorinda keeps... Being redeeming, even though this season she's lost a lot of that humility. But it's like Candace never has those moments of, oh my gosh, I I can't believe I said that thing. I think the only time she gets that is when she goes home to her husband, also named Chris. Yeah. I think he brings her down. I think even you mentioned that, like he centers her. And it's not his job to be her coach and to be her babysitter. But I think that's why they work is yeah. because he is a big balance for her and she needs some kind of force in her life to bring her back to reality because it's very easy for her to just like lose it and go left and like not come back to reality well the thing is she does mention about her fear of having kids and that she's scared she's going to be a bad mom and all these things that allude to her behavior being similar to her own mother who we have seen be crazy even scarier but i don't feel like she's really getting help and she doesn't really want to deal with it Mm -hmm. she just wants to have a blanket statement about it 
and then go back to thinking everything is fine. Or almost like just have something to talk about, which is like a a really weird thing to do. Like if it's really, which it is, it's that big of an issue in your life, like find ways to overcome it and get help. And I just think the difference between her and Dorinda is just age. I think as you get older, like you realize priorities in life. I think she's still very young and has a lot to learn just about like what matters in the world. But I also think a lot of Dorinda stuff is was really triggered by external factors. I think her husband dying just Which messed her up anyone. in such a serious yeah. way. Whereas I feel like I don't. I think we haven't heard a lot of negative things about Dorinda's like childhood and upbringing. We've seen her adorable sister before and her adorable mom. And so I think that Dorinda just had severe trauma and grief that she did not deal with right and it was almost worse that she was so old when it happened because she didn't have she had bad coping skills that she didn't need to develop because of her life yeah and then something like that happened whereas I think with Candace her stuff is so deep rooted in her childhood Mm -hmm. aka everything her mom has done and she's just repeating that cycle instead of really working on it I just hope she gets some help I mean I do too yes technically it does make for very dramatic seasons but for a human level I think it'd be beneficial for her to like get some bit in check and be like the other housewives who can like throw shade yeah. be messy but then like go and have fun and move on and like discuss it and like I just I think this season will revolve around Candace and Monique and it's just going to be a wild ride yeah it's gonna be good though as Sad. And Wendy, as sad as it is to say, yeah. Which we haven't even mentioned, Wendy. Oh, yeah. Wendy's I, great. I I'm like her. I'm looking forward to seeing her. Um, we just need to get to know her more. It takes we, time. It takes time. So. It's only been a couple episodes, and I think they've done a good job just, like, giving us little yes. little crumbs, crumbs to, yeah. like, hold on to to get us over. And so far, what I've seen, I think she's a great addition to the group. Um it's weird the side that she is standing on is with Candace, but yeah, that bothers me. But we'll see what happens. She might come around. Something might happen that'll make her come around to the right side of history. So we'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, and we've already kind of hinted towards it, but I actually watched Real Housewives of New York this week, which is pretty enjoyable. I feel like you don't have to watch the show to know the characters because mm-hmm. they are their own celebrities, whether you watch it or not. So I knew all the characters. I kind of understood people's personalities. It was entertaining. They were in Mexico, and they were just wild. They, like, they yeah. seemed to, like, as well, thrive on a vacation. Yes. I mean, that's really where they shine. And like I've mentioned, I mean, it's rare that you get a franchise where every woman is single. And it, it's... Crazy. And also, it's nice to have them all of a certain age. Leah's the new How young How old blood. is she? Leah's in her late 30s, I think. I but she was early 30s. Maybe she is. I mean, I really she's beautiful. Know. She's amazing. I love her. I'm not trying to shade her on the age. She's, she's in great. her 30s. Um, but everyone else is over 50. And I love it that way. They and are so full of is, history. It's not Ramona. Ramona's Sonia. over 60. She's like six. She's like, I'm 60 something. Sonia is for sure late 50s. Let's see if I can Google this. 56. Wow. So she's, she'll be 57 this year. They're all, I love it because you get some serious baggage. Yeah. But the other thing you get from those women is the bounce back factor. 100%. And not only emotionally, but the fact that they drink the way they do at that age and wake up and do exercises and With go those hiking hot little guys. and go on buses. Wild. I've never, I've never seen anything like it. Like even the housewives of Dallas, who are young little spring chickens compared to New York. Oh they yeah, are nothing like it. Hurting, they're struggling. They can barely recover after like three margaritas at dinner the night before. So I thought it was fun to watch. I thought it was lighthearted, like them picking up hot guys on the beach and bringing them around and making out at dinner. Like, it was just great. It was great TV. And I can see the the allure of it, and it makes me more intrigued by the franchise. Yeah, it was good. I think that's that's good. It was light. It was easy. It was nothing too up, too down. It was right in the middle. There were a couple little moments, but for the most part, it was just... It's Easy entertaining. Breezy. It's entertaining. Easy breezy. And like you said, you can kind of hop in and be like, I get it. These yeah. Those women are performers, but they're also so genuine because they just don't give a shit. That's and who so they are. It's so nice to watch. It's really yeah. refreshing. And it feels very different than the other cities. 100%. Um, Below Deck is one in which I'm a little behind, but I watched a little bit last night, and I think it's important we talk about this season because it's been blowing up, and I want to make sure we address it. 
So the most recent episode, which aired yesterday, I believe, is finally the the blowout of Malia being a snitch and <laughs> um, Hannah is fired. So we have now lost Lada, the I think she was second stew, mm-hmm. and then we sadly, heartbreakingly lost Kiko, which we all cried, and he just didn't have enough time to shine. And now Hannah is out for bringing quote-unquote illicit drugs. They are, it was like a pot pen and Valium, but the rules of maritime law means whatever you have prescribed or not just needs to be logged with the boat, with the captain, so everyone knows kind of what influence you could be under at any moment in case there is a tragedy, in case something happens, you have to keep the passenger safe, and if someone is a little out of it or sleepy or just kind of not with it, the crew needs to know. So... This comes also after Malia and Hannah had a bit of a fallout because Hannah did not want to bunk with Bugsy when everyone wanted to shake up the rooming situation. And I think it was kind of petty in the way that Malia did it. I, it had never yeah, happened I and mean, like it had been discussed in the season before, but then when they had a fight, Malia sends a dirty like midnight screenshot or picture to Captain Sandy kind of stitching about the drugs being on board and getting I mean, her fired. So she did Malia never address this with Hannah before she did that? So Hannah had a 4 a.m. anxiety attack and was freaking out and Malia and Hannah were bunking together and she kept freaking out and Malia's like, what do you need? Like, how can we calm you down? And Hannah's like, I need my Valium. I need Valium. I need Valium. And Malia's like, well, don't you need a prescription? And Hannah's like, it doesn't matter. I just need it. I need it to calm down. And so that was the first time it was discussed. So she was very much aware that it was something, but she wasn't sure if she was taking it. But she definitely knew about it from pretty much early on in the season. And even Captain Sandy said that she didn't feel comfortable continuing the season with Hannah on the boat because she was unstable, which is Oof. very problematic right now. Yeah. Like, if you check Twitter, if you check Facebook, if you check anything – People are not happy with how it was handled. It almost felt like they were shaming Hannah for having a mental illness, yeah. which should not be the case. There should be no stigma around it. And I understand the rule per- portion of it. Like, that's their job. They could lose their license. The boat could be, you know, impounded. They could all go to jail. Like, I get that part of it. But the way Sandy To talk about it like it's an instability it, is not fair. It was not fair. It was wrong. And as much as I do not like Hannah and how she is crazy, like... She's very open. She's very honest about that part of her life, which is brave of her to even do on such a big platform. And then for her to be essentially fired for it is just not looking good for Sandy or mm-hmm. Malia right now. And so everyone is on Twitter and Instagram trying to defend themselves with Captain Sandy and Pete and all the crew is trying to chime in. But it's just, it's a mess right now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm going to catch up soon and I'm excited to jump in. I agree. I think that sounds like it was not handled right. I think they could have just focused on, hey, we had ABC rules. We feel uncomfortable with 100%. you not following those rules. We're so sorry for what you're going through or like that you are trying to get the support you need in a specific way that wasn't necessarily run through the process correctly. How can we work through it? 100%. I understand that Hannah can be difficult, but mm-hmm. to not factor all that in and to have a sensitivity to it is wrong it and any bad. employer shouldn't be functioning that way. One hundred percent. So I'm I'm looking forward to catching up. I love a new cast of characters. I love some new or some old faces thrown in the mix with the new. And um I'll definitely get caught up and we can talk about these these new cast members this, and some of this, this mix. The second up. half, I guess you call it second half the second half of yeah. the season is about to get really great. Malia's boyfriend is now the chef, which is it seems like it's going to be just a shit show. So I just think this is the time for you to catch up. Perfect. Pop in. Like, even if you don't watch, which you sh- I know you will, this is a great time to hop in because this is when it's about to get really good. I'm excited. Um, and on that note, let's go ahead and do a little best week, worst week. Who do you have in mind? Let's start with best week. The best week, I feel, is... Man, I'm always so tough on... Under the pressure. I think it's a combination of Dorit and Kyle getting drunk Ooh. in Rome at 3 a.m. I think they had yes. the best week. I think they just are pure. 
and fun together. And when they let all the drama go, they're a really great match. I'm going to just second that. So good. I would say same. And they had, they looked like they had the most fun at the whole trip of anyone during that time. And I just absolutely loved it. I would also pay money, maybe $25. Like, that's a lot. (laughs) I'd pay $25 for Bravo to release just all the compiled footage of Dorit and Kyle for the, the Rome trip and all the fun they had shopping, being drunk, going on tour. Like a like, Hillary Duff style with yeah. a lot of alcohol, yeah. like overseas. Just unreleased footage yeah, that smushed together, guerrilla style, just for the hardcore fans. I'd pay for that. That's that sounds That's fun. great fun TV right now, especially in quarantine. Like that would make me feel just a release of just good energy. Yeah, I agree. I love that choice. I'm going to go ahead and dive into the bad week. Which is obviously going to be Justin Hartley. Yeah, he's not. I mean, unequivocally, it has to be Justin Hartley. I mean, the way he handled it was just not okay. Has he released any news about it? So what's actually happened this week is that his ex-wife, his first wife, has come out to defend him that he's a good man. Well, because they have a baby together. They have a kid together, right? Yeah, but... It's just weird. It's and a little messy. Also, his new girlfriend and he have been all over town, public display of affection. They have been just yeah. rubbing it in her face. And I cannot get him off of my screen or my phone fast enough. Like, he needs to go into a hole and, like, feel some shame and let her have her moment. I know. It almost makes you think she did something weird. But I just, again, I still think even if that's the case, if you're married to someone and you have respect for them and a history with them just keep it private especially if you're that public and you know what you're dealing with in the press just keep your your shit locked down i agree so on that note what this week is keeping you sane during these bleak quarantine times tequila tequila why tequila because it's an upper and a probiotic, <laughs> and it's nature's way of saying, hey. Is it really a probiotic? Yeah, it's good for you. It's literally like taking vitamins. So tequila and then more random British design shows. I just finished oh, yeah. um, Grand Design Masters with Jake, and we became obsessed. Um, it was the closest I have ever gotten and probably will ever get to him watching something in the related family of reality TV. <laughs> Um, so if you like design shows and a little friendly competition between some Europeans, Grand Design Masters. Love that. Is amazing. What about you? What is keeping me sane this week is I finally, after months of searching, found a backyard inflatable pool. Ooh. Um, which, if anyone is in Texas, you know that it feels like the undercarriage of a hot pig in the middle of the desert. <laughs> it is just steamy. It's hot. It's sticky. Every day is about 105 to 108 degrees. So sitting outside in a cool bat of like bath of water and just drinking even just water, it just feels so good. And then we have at least another month or two of summer in Texas. So I'm glad that I have something to finally kill the heat. Also wash away my stress and just let me have a little bit of an escape in the middle of just chaos right now love it love Love it it. it's so good well i can't wait to chat with you next week i think we have some good episodes coming at us this week i'm excited to get back into some of these newer shows we have some content for a while Mm -hmm. the future's not bleak yet but uh for now that's just what i heard (laughs) 